Hey everybody, it's Debt's No Honest Man Can Pay on NRM Streamcast.
You ever have one of those experiences where you don't realize that you're a fan of something until a particular moment comes along where it just kind of hits you in the head that after years, months, weeks of exposure to something, you realize, I kind of sort of really dig this. Okay, so that's me with the music of Grace Jones. So... There's probably half of you right now who are going, oh yeah, Grace Jones. And you remember her for different things. You remember her as that very bracing woman with that very distinctive look. You know, maybe you've seen her on the covers of some very she-she European or very uh, high-level American fashion magazines. Uh, you, may, you may remember her from appearing in movies like A View to a Kill or um, Conan the Destroyer or Boomerang. You just may remember her as this icon. Or you may, you may remember her for the music. I'm like, Grace Jones was all of those things. You know, she was born in Jamaica... Uh, she and her family moved to Syracuse, New York when she was about 13. And then she began a modeling career. She was modeling in New York, in Paris. And then during the disco era, she made a trilogy of records, uh, portfolio fame and muse. And around the time where there was a disco backlash and this is been so fresh in my mind lately, this disco backlash, because number one, uh, it was a major point of uh, narrative in the Bee Gees documentary, which is awesome, and check it out on HBO Max. And it was an integral part of an episode of the superlative KCRW podcast, Lost Notes. And I've known about Lost Notes for a while and maybe listened to an episode or two when it first came out and then just thought, okay, I'll get back to it eventually. And then uh, this past fall, they dropped season three, which was all about things that happened musically in 1980. And so Color Me Intrigued, I jumped on board recently, uh, just plowed through all of the 1980 season and I'm working backwards. And one of my favorite episodes was one I listened to last week about Grace Jones. So this is why the whole disco backlash is so top of mind for me right now, because it was an integral part of both the Bee Gees documentary and the Grace Jones episode of Lost Notes. And it had an impact on what they were each doing as musical artists. For the Bee Gees, they kind of backed away from the spotlight and concentrated on being songwriters and working with other artists. And with Grace, you know, she was signed to Island Records, and the, the guy in charge of Island Records, this really awesome just juggernaut of a creative force by the name of Chris Thomas, uh, had taken Grace to his Compass Point Studios in Jamaica and paired her up with some of the most awesome musicians in the world. We're talking possibly one of the greatest rhythm sections who ever stepped behind a drum kit or slapped a bass. And I'm talking about Sly Dunbar on the drums and Robbie Shakespeare on the bass. 
a legendary, legendary rhythm section. And they were just the, the tip of the iceberg of the, just the awesome musicians who worked with Grace Jones on her second trilogy of albums, the Compass Point Sessions, if you will. These were albums that came out in the early 80s. The, the Disco Trilogy, late 70s. In 1980s, and these were things that were discussed at great length in the Lost Notes podcast. Uh, we're talking about Warm Leatherette in 1980, Night Clubbing in 1981, and Living My Life in 1982. And it was mostly these albums that I was exposed to when I was a fan of Detroit Public Radio's WDET back in the 90s and the 2000s earlys and listened to them religiously and they made an impact on what I listened to. As a result of being a fan of DET, I became a huge fan of bands like Los Lobos and Luna and Tom Waits and Kraftwerk. And I was also exposed to a lot of the music of Grace Jones. And I dug it, but I wasn't really cognizant of the fact that I was a Grace Jones fan until you know several years later. I don't have DET to listen to on the regular and DET's format has been through some shaky stormy eras. You know, there was a time where they weren't playing any music whatsoever. Of course, you know, they've kind of righted the, the course, but I digress. So fast forward, I'm living here in Charlotte and you know, I'm listening to a lot of uh, satellite radio and just exploring music on my own. And I don't really have a really good local rock solid eclectic public station to influence me. And so I draw back to my memories of listening to DET and I arrive at the, uh, I arrive at the conclusion that I'm a f really big fan of, jo of Grace Jones's music because all of a sudden I'm not hearing it on the regular anymore. And what happens when I don't hear something that I'm used to hearing on the regular is I think, wow, I haven't heard this in a while. I really miss it, which is kind of what, uh, you know, Grace Jones's music that it fell into that category, especially the song that we opened up with walking in the rain. Just there's that hypnotic groove that, cinematic quality to it. If I were a music supervisor on a really cool TV show, I would open an episode with that. It would be like this really cool kind of film noirish thing, you know, cold open before the credits and it would be awesome. <laughs> or at least I hope it would be awesome. But in light of listening to that awesome episode of lost notes and in light of just you know, really wanting to just talk about, you know, how sometimes, you know, you, you hear things and you take them for granted until you don't hear them on the regular anymore. And then you realize, wow, I'm, I really like this stuff and I need to reconnect with it. That's the reason why we open with, uh, open this week's show with Grace Jones walking in the rain. And I apologize for the lengthy windup, but I felt it was worth it. And, just on top of all that, I was, I love finding out things 
that surprise me because you know, I like to think I'm the guy that knows everything about music. So when I learn something that surprises me, I, I'm, I'm like a little nerdy kid. So apparently walking in the rain was a cover. I had no idea. I thought it was something that Grace had uh, collaborated on with the uh, Compass Point musicians, but no, it was a cover. And I was really surprised to learn who originally did it. They were a, an Australian duo called Flash and the Pan, a play on the phrase Flash in the Pan. So, and I remember Flash in the Pan. Flash in the Pan had a minor hit back in 1979, a song called Hey St. Peter. And I knew this much about Flash in the Pan. Flash in the Pan were Harry Vanda and George Young, who were part of this Australian garage rock band in the 60s called the Easy Beats, who had a pretty damn big hit with the song called Friday on My Mind. As in Monday, I've got Friday in my mind. Bowie covered it. It's one of those songs that when you hear it, you'll be like, oh yeah, I remember that. So Vanda and Young also made a name for themselves as songwriters and producers, uh, scoring hits with a lot of, you know, middle of the road and pop artists. And another fun fact, as if there haven't already been enough fun facts. And is there ever really such a thing as too many fun facts, I say nay. But another fun fact is that George Young of the Easy Beats, of Flash and the Pan, older brother of, wait for it, Angus and Malcolm Young of ACDC. Mind blown? So, I'm sitting here, you know, putting together this week's show, and I'm doing my research and I learned that Walking in the Rain by Grace Jones is a cover of Flash in the Pan. So I'm like, oh man, I need to check this out. So I still think I like Grace's version better, but the Flash in the Pan version is pretty damn cool. So we're going to close out today's show with that. Just to tip my hand a little bit. And I appreciate you going with me on this twisty turny intro. And with that, I say to you, hey, everybody, it's debts no honest man can pay. My name is Greenberg. Thank you so much for joining us. We're here weekly on NRM Streamcast. And at this point, you are probably smacking your forehead and going, for the love of all that is righteous on E Street, Greenberg, what do you got on today's show? And I am so goddamn glad that you asked. So, uh... First and foremost, we've got this superlative new record from the British band Goat Girl, who I've known of for a couple of years, but didn't really take a, a, an interest in until uh, recently. We played their single Body Baba last week, and I've had a chance to spend some quality time with their second full-length album, On All Fours, and it is absolutely wonderful. It might be... Uh, it might be a top 10 contender. It's for sure the first record of 2021 that I am seriously digging. You know, it takes a while for me to come out of that that fog, that post-holiday fog, if you will, that post-2020 hangover. So we're going to spend some quality time with this brand new record from Goat Girl, as well as the new one from another British act, the duo known as Sleaford Mods. 
And if you are a sucker for that thick Cockney accent, you are in for a treat. The new one from Sleaford Mods is called Spare Ribs. We're going to be spending quality time with that record as well as the new one from Goat Girl. Plus, it is early February. We are early in the shortest month of the year. It's also Black History Month. And I thought that would be an awesome time to talk about the music of Thin Lizzy. And if you know me even casually, or if you're a, just the most casual of listener of this show, you know I loves me some Thin Lizzy. And Thin Lizzy, uh, just simply put, one of the best hard rock bands of all time. Absolutely one of the best hard rock bands of the 70s. They just kind of transcend the genre. And a lot of that has to do with frontman Phil Lynott. The late, great Phil Lynott, who left us way too young back in 1986. But Phil Lynott was... Phil Lynott was a lot of things. He he was a world-class badass, a master storyteller, an awesome frontman, a charismatic frontman, a rock-solid bassist, a awesome hard rock singer-songwriter. And here he was, this dude who grew up as a black Irishman fronting a otherwise all-white band and just totally making this band and this sound his own and just busting barriers and influencing music that's still being made today. I still maintain that Phil Lynott had a huge impact on Prince. If anything else, he influenced his style. If you take a look at the album cover and the uh, tour footage for uh, Prince's Controversy, if you don't think that uh, Phil Lynott had a huge influence on Prince, I will fight you. I won't really fight you because we all know that if I, I fight you, I'm going to get my ass handed to me. And I, I really don't want to have my ass handed to me, but yeah, I, I, we could have an argument about it and, you know, over a pint or in this case, maybe a virtual pint, if you will. But I love the music of Thin Lizzy. I think that Phil Lynott is one of the most underrated figures in all of modern music. To me, he is just one of the coolest dudes to ever strap on a bass, step up to the mic and just own the stage that he played on. And he wrote these songs with a sense of bravado, with a sense of humor that rode the line of balance that in lesser hands would have fallen flat. That just really kind of are a great example, not only of awesome hard rock, but that awesome Irish Celtic tradition of storytelling storytelling where you just could not separate the fact from the fiction and you don't care because you're along for the ride. And when you've got an artist like that, who invites you along for a ride and you go along for the ride and you come home from the ride, knowing that you've had an experience. Well, that's about as good as it gets. 
So we're going to spend some quality time with the music of the late, great Phil Lina and Thin Lizzy. All this in much, much less on today's show. But right now we are going to kick off this next set with the song I was going to play last week, except I completely forgot. I was actually maybe about an hour or so away from starting work on the show and I was driving around and I was listening to the download 15 on Sirius XMU and I was hearing all this cool music and going, Oh, that's awesome. I didn't know that was out. We'll play that on the show. We'll play that on the show. And I heard a song by the New Zealand band, the chills who I absolutely adore. And I was like, wait a minute, there's new chills music. I'm like, Oh, cool. I can play this on the show too. And then completely forgot about it. Cause, um, and I take that back. I wasn't an hour away from from putting the show together, but I was I was making mental notes. So the next day when I sat down to record, I completely forgot about the chills. I was going, okay, there were these three songs that I had to take a mental note of, and for the life of me, I could not remember that one of them was by the chills. So in doing the search to jog my memory, it didn't pop up in any searches, but I saw that there was a new Cheap Trick song. So, close enough, both bands begin with a CH. So, here we go. Better late than never. Brand new Chills album drops in May. It will be called Scatterbrain, and that's what I was. I was Scatterbrained. Brand new music from the Chills and Monolith.
under the heavy sun Somebody say Get on out of that seat now We're gonna roll on down the road So far we go Yeah, now you can call your friend Tell them come on in Oh yeah We're gonna get together now Talking about a good time, yeah Under the heavy sun Look, the yonder reader standing in the stand What's in her hand? She said, come on to the shack, boy Cause there ain't no turning back And you can call your friends, she told me To tell them to check their egos at the door Oh yeah, cause everything is jumping over here now Talking about a good time, yeah
got three ways to connect with us on social media. Number one, like Debt's No Honest Man Can Pay on Facebook. Number two, follow us on Twitter at Exile on E Street. And number three, like us on Instagram at Exile on E Street. Same as Twitter, making it extra convenient. Or if you want to kick it old school, drop us an email. Debt's No Honest Man Can Pay at gmail.com. Wrapping up that last set with a track from the forthcoming record from singer-songwriter Esther Rose. Uh, last week we heard the title track from How Many Times, and wrapping up that set we heard Esther Rose with Keeps Me Running. Before that, Daniel Lanois, the uh, producer, songwriter, and musician, best known for his work with the likes of U2, Peter Gabriel, Bob Dylan, Emmylou Harris, and many others. Daniel Anwa's forthcoming record, Heavy Sun, drops sometime in April. We don't have an exact date for it. We heard from Heavy Sun under the Heavy Sun before that. Teenage Fan Club, their first album in five years, will be dropping on March 5th. The album will be called Endless Arcade from Teenage Fan Club. We heard I'm More Inclined. Brand new music from The Chills at the top of the set. Their brand new record, Scatterbrain, drops on May 14th. And from The Chills, we heard Monolith. Hey, everybody, it's Debt's No Honest Man Can Pay. My name is Greenberg. Thank you so much for joining us. We are here weekly on NRM Streamcast. And moving right along, we are going to spend some quality time now with the brand new record from the quartet out of South London's Peckham neighborhood, Goat Girl. And Goat Girl's first record came out in 2018. It was a self-titled affair that was immediately followed up with the 2019 EP Utter Sounds. And their latest On All Fours dropped about a week ago. Last week we played for you the uh, first single, Body Baba, Full disclosure, I regret sleeping on that first album and the EP because I've been spending some quality time with this new record, and it is damn delightful. I hear hints of Stereolab, and I'm not alone in this. Uh, The Sound Opinions review of this not only uh, drew the comparison to Stereolab, but also uh, invoked uh, the band Warpaint, another band I like, but have never really taken the time to take a deep dive into their catalog. And I need to correct this. Uh, so notable fun facts about Goat Girl. They opened for the fall at their last show before Marky Smith passed away. They're named after a character created by the late great comic Bill Hicks. I had no idea Bill Hicks had a character named Goat Boy. I know that uh, Jim Brewer, formerly of SNL, had a Goat Boy character, but was not familiar with Bill Hicks's Goat Boy. Uh, Regardless, like I said, it is an awesome record, and the four young women in Goat Girl had themselves a fine old time giving themselves some rather colorful stage names. So front woman Lottie Pendleberry, which is an awesome name as it is. If if I were a young woman by the name of Lottie Pendleberry, I wouldn't touch it. But she performs under the pseudonym Clotty Cream. And then you've got Ellie Rose Davies, the guitarist, 
who uh, has dubbed herself LED, very clever. On bass, Holly Molino has <laughs> dubbed herself Holy Hall. <laughs> I'm not going to touch that. And uh, the slacker of the group, uh, Rosie Jones, has dubbed herself Rosie Bones. Regardless of what name you want to call them, it is a damn delightful album. The brand new album from Goat Girl is called On All Fours. We're going to listen to a fistful of tracks from this delightful new Goat Girl album. Kicking things off with the leadoff track, Pest. A hand reaching past the glance Ripping out all of the contents And there's a sense of sadness But only in what we've always been taught to listen with And I'm away so are you in the face Of all the stuff from the guy in the clouds Who shouts down at us And words remain In the suits of today And I have no shame When I say step the fuck away And I'll be glad That when it's the end When there's no lot of Ripping out all 
people make their way to space. The people make their way away. The people make their way to space. The people make their way.
spills How'd they make you numb? Find another way to get my fill fact that you are currently listening you need no further assistance finding the debts no honest man can pay podcast however your friends may need a little assistance in which case be a good friend and tell them they can find us pretty much everywhere you find such things 
Places like Apple, Google, Overcast, Pocket Casts, Breaker, Castro, Radio Public, CastBox, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, and Stitcher. And while you're at it, tell them we archive every episode of the podcast and they're conveniently found at debtsnohonestmancanpay.com where they will also find every playlist of every episode dating back to April 2003 when we were just a mere mortal radio program. Regardless of where you get the podcast, please leave us a rating or a review. We love it. With that, let's get back to the show. A six-pack of tracks from the brand new record from Goat Girl. It's called On All Fours, and it's been out for about a week now from Goat Girl's On All Fours. We heard Anxiety Feels closing in, The Crack, which I think so far is my favorite, Sad Cowboy, PTST in the T, ending that title is T-E-A, as in Would You Fancy a Spot of Tea, and at the top of the set, Hey everybody, it's Debt's No Honest Man Can Pay. My name is Greenberg. Thank you so much for joining us. We are here weekly on NRM Streamcast and moving right along, we are going to kick off our Black History Month celebration by celebrating the life and the legacy and the creative genius that is Phil Lynott. Phil Lynott, of course, was the front man of Irish hard rock band Thin Lizzy. For my money, one of the best hard rock bands ever. Most certainly one of the best hard rock bands of the 70s. And a band that probably has featured more guitarists than Spinal Tap has had drummers. And I'm not even talking about uh, latter-day versions. I am talking about guitarists who have been in there for as long as Phil Lynott was in the band. And Phil Lynott was in the band from the very beginning until 1983, and he passed away in 1986. So during the time that Thin Lizzy was in existence with Phil Lynott as its frontman and bassist, there have been, let me count, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven guitarists in Thin Lizzy. Starting off with Eric Bell, uh, Gary Moore, who of course went on to a, an illustrious industrious solo career, uh, Scott Gorham and Brian Robertson, who were with Thin Lizzy during their pivotal 74 through 78 period. Uh, Snowy White, who also eventually did some work with uh, Pink Floyd, uh, Darren Wharton, and John Sykes. The only other constant in Thin Lizzy would have been the presence of drummer Brian Downey. Most people know of Thin Lizzy from the song The Boys Are Back in Town. And it's safe to say that even the most casual music listener knows this song. If you have not been living under a rock and have been listening to classic rock radio over the past 10 to 20, 30, 40 years, you probably also know Jailbreak and perhaps their rendition of Whiskey in the Jar. And at that point, you know, Thin Lizzy, you know, well-respected, you know, fans of hard rock know and respect Thin Lizzy, but they were never huge 
in the United States. But like I was saying earlier in the show, Phil Lynott as a frontman, as a bassist, as a songwriter, you know, it just doesn't get any better than that. Probably one of the most underrated figures in modern music, definitely one of the most underrated figures in hard rock and a figure that I, as a self-respecting music nerd, felt that it was way overdue for us on this show to spend a little quality time with the music of Thin Lizzy. We've played them here and there. And if you're a casual listener of the show and you know me even a little bit, you know that I digs me some Thin Lizzy. And like many of you, I knew the three songs and didn't really know much beyond the three songs. But then uh, I subscribed to the satellite radio and all of a sudden within the first month or so, I learned like maybe about five more Thin Lizzy songs and realized how truly fucking awesome they are. And then when streaming became a thing, I would find myself taking a little uh, deeper of a dive into the music of Thin Lizzy. And I have to admit, I've still got a long way to go, but man, I am really looking forward to catching up on the rest. And I'm okay with taking my good sweet time of doing so. So, like I said earlier, it is Black History Month, and since I'm a music nerd, I want to pay homage to some black artists who I feel have changed the game and have brought me insane amounts of joy as a music listener. And that list begins with Phil Lynott. And you don't have Thin Lizzy without Phil Lynott. Yes, the band carried on without him after a reasonable amount of years had passed. But make no mistake, it, it's not the same. Even they had the good sense at one point to just stop calling themselves Thin Lizzy and start calling themselves Black Star Writers. And I wish more bands would do that because I am all for people who used to be in other bands carrying on, but there's a time and a place where you got to stop calling yourselves what you used to call yourselves. If you don't have all the integral parts. So with that in mind, we're going to spend a little quality time with the music of thin Lizzy featuring the late, great Phil Lynott. And I'm, I'm going a little bit deeper and further outside of what you would think. We're not going to listen to the boys are back in town or jailbreak or whiskey in the jar. Nothing wrong with those songs. Those are great songs. And those are the songs that drew me in, but I want to go into some of the deeper cuts. So I'm going to kick things off with the song that I first heard about two or three years ago. As a matter of fact, it was right before Valentine's day. And I had landed an interview with Lazy Boy back in Detroit. It it was going to be my opportunity to go back home to Detroit. So uh, I flew out on February 13th. I had my interview on February 14th. It was bone chillingly cold. And 
when I got to the airport, I got into my rental car. Uh, I was getting ready to drive to the hotel and was listening to uh, my favorite, one of my favorite uh, Sirius XM channels, The Loft, Larry Kerwin of Black 47 hosting his show Celtic Crush. And he played this song I had never heard by Thin Lizzy called The Rocker. And this was all it took. It was a song that ever since I have listened to time and time again, it's become one of my all time favorites. And it came out a few years before the boys are back in town, but I think it kind of set the template because both songs, you know, have this protagonist. Well, I take that back. The boys are back in town You've got the the narrator who's talking about the boys, about these rogues, these ruffians, these rapscallions, and their misadventures, these bad boys, if you will. But I think the protagonist in The Rocker was one of the boys. It's just a working theory. And much like the boys are back in town, there's that sense of humor there. You know, there's the protagonist saying, hey, look at me, I'm a big guy. And there's the part of the song where he's coming on to this woman at the bar and she's just like, oh, you're such a big man. And I'm not doing it justice. I'm giving you the shitty setup because you'll hear Phil Lina and you'll go, oh yeah, that's why he's a fucking genius. So with that, we're going to hit you with a fistful of Thin Lizzy. Kicking things off with the rocker.
to connect with us on social media. Number one, like Debt's No Honest Man Can Pay on Facebook. Number two, follow us on Twitter at Exile on E Street. And number three, like us on Instagram at 
Exile on E Street. Same as Twitter, making it extra convenient. Or if you want to kick it old school, drop us an email. Debt's no honest man can pay at gmail.com. That last set featured a fistful of music from the legendary Thin Lizzy, fronted by the late, great Phil Lynott, singer, songwriter, bassist, frontman, rock and roll legend. From the 1980 album Chinatown, we heard the title track. That featured Midge Ure of Ultravox on backing vocals. Uh, Midge had toured with Thin Lizzy uh, on keyboards in their later days. Before that, the title track from their 77 album Bad Reputation. In the middle of the set, we slowed things down with a slow jam. Uh, the song called Still in Love with You from the 74 album Nightlife featuring Gary Moore on guitar, and Gary Moore would later become a member of Thin Lizzy. At this time, he was not yet a member, but he did play on that track, and Frankie Miller duetted with Phil Lynott on the song, giving it a kind of a uh, Sam and Dave vibe. Before that, Rosalie going to the 75 album Fighting, and a song that was originally written and performed by Bob Seger. And I didn't realize that. I knew Rosalie from way back in the 80s when I saw concert footage of them on the Kenny Everett video show and thought, okay, this is just a really cool rock and roll song. And years later, when I would listen to their album Live and Dangerous, uh, Phil Lynott would say, yeah, that this is a Bob Seger song. And I'm like, wait a minute. I grew up in Detroit. How did I not know this? And I tracked down Seeger's version of Rosalie, and I love both versions. At the top of the set from the 73 album Vagabonds of the Western World, we heard the rocker, a fistful of jams from Thin Lizzy, as we honor the life and legacy of the late, great Phil Lynott as part of our Black History Month celebration. Hey, everybody, it's Debt's no honest man can pay. My name is Greenberg. Thank you so much for joining us. We're here weekly on NRM Streamcast. Our last full set of this week's show, we are going to spend some quality time with the 11th full-length record from the British duo known as Sleaford Mods. Uh, They have been around since 2007, and... Jason Williamson has been the constant. Andrew Feem has been with them since 2002. Jason Williamson uh, taking care of the vocals. Andrew Feem doing all the music. Uh, They met when uh, Jason was checking out one of Andrew's DJ sets. And they traffic in a flavorful bullyabaz of electronic punk and hip hop, among other things. Uh, you want to talk about influences. Uh, they've cited uh, disparate influences from Wu-Tang Clan to the Stone Roses. When I listen to them and granted, I've only spent time with this latest album. I have not had a chance to listen to their previous 10, but I get a strong Ian Dury vibe and I'm not alone. So, The brand new album from Sleaford Mods is called Spare Ribs, 
and much like the food the album is named after, it is a tasty collection of songs. And we're going to listen right now to a fistful of tracks from Sleaford Mods, Spare Ribs. This one's called Nudge It. Gimme, gimme!
permission to move away from playing independent venues. I'm no good with elocution to get myself into the institution so I can win some donkey straw, get a frame and put it on my fucking wall. I wish I had the time to be a wanker just like you. And maybe then I'd be somewhere lovely and warm Just like you Elocution Elocution I wish I had the time To be a wanker just like you And maybe then I'd be somewhere lovely and warm Just like you Not me though 
body Like mornings on the body Shotgun lager hotte Like porn up sticking constantly Wi-Fi's gone all lo-fi My arse is feeling too dry Like crackers out at midnight I can't be arsed with a butter, alright? You're not from round here Crash landed about a week ago Yeah, I feel for you, I do The state of it is alarming So don't presume anything Walking in a town so young 
Walking in a town and job Walking in a town so young Walking in a town and And when it mattered and it always did At least we lived And when it mattered of course it did At least we lived At least we lived virtue of the fact that you are currently listening you need no further assistance finding the debts no honest man can pay podcast however your friends may need a little assistance in which case be a good friend and tell them they can find us pretty much everywhere you find such things places like apple google overcast pocket casts Breaker, Castro, Radio Public, CastBox, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, and Stitcher. And while you're at it, tell them we archive every episode of the podcast and they're conveniently found at debtsnohonestmancanpay.com where they will also find every playlist of every episode dating back to April 2003 when we were just a mere mortal radio program. Regardless of where you get the podcast, please leave us a rating or a review. We love it. With that, let's get back to the show. A fistful of tracks from the British duo Sleaford Mobs in that last set there. 11th record Spare Ribs has been out for about a week now. From Sleaford Mods, we heard Fish Cakes, Mork and Mindy, Out There, Elocution, and nudge it. Hey everybody, it's Debt's No Honest Man Can Pay. My name is Greenberg. Thank you so much for joining us. We're here weekly on NRM Streamcast. And with that, we're going to wrap things up much in the same way that we kick things off. And we kick things off with Grace Jones' interpretation of Walking in the Rain. As I said earlier, I had for many years thought that Grace Jones was the first to perform that song. I was wrong. We're going to close things out with the original version, the Australian duo known as Flash in the Pan. As I said earlier, Flash in the Pan, uh, that being George Young and Harry Vanda, uh, songwriters and producers who have worked with many people. Back in the day, they were members of the Australian garage rock band, the Easy Beats, who had a huge hit with Friday on My Mind. And of course, fun fact, George Young is the older brother of ACDC's Malcolm and Angus Young. So we're going to close things out with the track going back to 1979, the original version of Walking in the Rain from Flash and the Pan. And with that, everybody have a great week. Take care, be safe, and remember, the dogs on Main Street howl because they understand. Look 
looking at the billboard Oh, so rand Summing up the people Checking out the race Doing what I'm doing Feeling out of place Walking Walking In the rain Feeling like a woman Looking like a man Sounding like a no-no Making when I can Whistling in the darkness Shining in the light Coming to conclusion Right is might is tight Walking Walking In the rain Come in all your jesters Enter all your fools Sit down, no, no Ogre, ghouls Trip the light, fantastic Dance the swivel hips Come in the conclusion up your lips Walking Walking In the rain Walking 